When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not like there's tremendous Saints news to even talk about. So, right. I mean, it's, there's I mean, nothing. They, have, they haven't done a thing. to the Dome Patrol Podcast. What's up, Houdat Nation, and thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff, and let's see. Wildcard weekend is over. Sweet wild super wildcard wild weekend. Uh, I, I, I wasn't going to say the word because I, I completely disagree. I think this is so stupid. It's you can't stupid. be a wildcard weekend if you're not a super <laughs> right. wildcard. What makes it super? Like, why is it all of a sudden super? Because there's six games now? Correct. Okay. That's the only thing that makes sense. Okay. They love to promote everything. Come on. I know. But it's yeah. All right. Uh Sean Payton sweepstakes continues. <laughs> and the Saints have not yet realized that they are allowed to start making changes. So but <laughs> we'll discuss these things. Put your seatbelts on, keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times and enjoy the show. On the show this week, we have Jason Scott and James. Welcome to the show, fellas. How's everybody doing? Well, All good. Right, thank you. Yeah. All right. Good. Doing good. Um, let's start with uh, let's start with the Sean Payton carousel sweepstakes. Whatever Here's what we do, we will set up. Here's what we do. We will set up. Here's what we do. We will set up. Set up. Set up. Set up. Set up. Set up. Here's what we do. We will 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 set up. I don't think conference really matters. The question of, you know, we are price. Our division. I'm sorry, in division. Right, right. To me, our price would just have to be higher to go in division. And I don't think Carolina would. would do I don't know. You never know, man. 
if a team's desperate enough, I don't want him in Carolina, but I mean, well, let me ask you, let me ask you a question. In all honesty, what do you think his what do you think his longevity is? Like, how long? Much longer? Do you think? I think he can probably go somewhere for like six, seven years. Okay. I think that's probably about it, and then that would put him to like sixty. How old is he? Fifty-five. Yeah, I think so. Fifty-six. So you know, six, seven years would put him up coaching to like 62, 63, 64. So is that better? Be with him for the next six or seven years. I mean, I don't, but I mean, it's not what Twice I want. Twice a year. I, I, it's not what I want. I'm sure we wouldn't prefer it, but if they give us the best offer, then I, it is what it is. It is going to come down. I'm talking, I'm assuming you're talking about Peyton. It's going to come down to where he wants to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not really going to have a choice in the matter. Kind of and sort of, but not really. Like, if they don't give us good compensation, they can fuck well, off. I mean, it sounds good in theory, but we're we've, not to tell them to fuck off. We've already told them what it's going to take, and they've agreed to pay it. So. Right. Well, I think right. we've given them a, an idea or a minimum of what it's going to take. And if a team's desperate enough, they'll do it. Just because we give them a minimum doesn't mean that they're going to meet that. Or, or that they're, you know, just because we give them a minimum doesn't mean that we could, like, if it's Carolina, we'd ask for more. But if they're making people agree to the terms before granting permission no, to speak to I, him, I think they're agreeing to minimum terms. Okay, minimum terms. Then right. you're, so we can you always go up get. from there. We can always yeah. go up from there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think Sean Payton's going to, I mean, yeah, he's going to be like, okay, this is the team I want to go to work it out but if they don't give us what we want then it's going to be close enough it's not going to be a deal breaker if it's carolina the conversation better have started with the ninth pick in the draft this year right yeah otherwise this organization is not serious but that's what and i'm saying do you want to deal with them for the next six or seven years twice a year like i don't I care if we be... absolutely rape carolina right you won't Right. Well, you'll rape them for their picks, but that doesn't mean anything. But he's no, going to rape mean, you twice a year. They'll, they'll probably win a division bust. next year. If Peyton yeah, goes to Carolina, they, to me, they'd be the division favorite. Right. Every, for the, and for as long no as he's there. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Darnold's he's going to coach awful. fucking circles around Dennis Allen. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Do you, he doesn't you need a first round pick. He will kick your ass with no picks because you've got Dennis Allen and a bunch of first round picks that you're going to fuck up. Right, okay, so my counterpoint to this, is okay. there not one coach in the NFL who has gone up against Sean Payton's offense with his defense for lots and lots and lots of years in practice? Do you not think that Dennis Allen knows how to stop his offense? No. Well, yeah, okay. Dennis Allen is the probably the best chance that any NFL team has to stop a Sean Payton offense because Dennis Allen is a great defensive coordinator. Yes. Uh, yeah. But do you uh, not think that was his defense this year? Yeah. But I also think Sean yeah. Payton can, can, is going to know that and come up with ways to beat you. Pay- Payton will evolve. Yes. Dennis Allen will keep doing what he's doing. Yes, he will. <laughs> he's like, wait, what? This, <laughs> this worked for the last six years. How come it's not working? Peyton didn't evolve last year. He still tried to run a Drew Brees um, offense without Drew Brees. Well, he I had the he... opportunity to evolve with Taysom. And it made him quit. 
Well, I also think he was, quit. Good. he was, he was checked out too. Yeah, he was checked out. Yeah, he did. He quit. Yeah. What were you saying, James? Okay. So Dennis Allen gives you the best chance to beat Sean Payton. So that, that, all right. So that matters no matter what it, but what would you want to take that chance twice a year? Would you want to take it once a year, like once every other year, because if he failed in the NFC, or would you want it once every four years if you can control that by sending into the AFC? I mean, sure, I would love, I would prefer the AFC. Oh, right, it's but that's but it's where whatever whatever. If Sean wants Carolina, that's what Sean's going to get. We'll have they'll have to make it work. It just shocks me that he would. Like, I, I say it shocks me, but it shouldn't shock me. I mean, at the end he of the day, nobody he is he owes us nothing. We owe him nothing. This is a business. Everybody's going to do what's best for their pocketbook or their whatever they want out of life. So Saints fans need to stop this this horse shit with how dare he? Scott. That's such a traitor thing. Like he oh like what do you expect from this man? Like oh I owe it to you, Saints fans. He doesn't owe us shit. What does he owe you? He he turned us into a contender. He, he right. If anything, we owe him. Right, right. <laughs> he doesn't he, owe us he, fucking shit. He owes us the last two years of his fucking contract. Is what he owes us. Well, right. And that, you're gonna that get that in the form of compensation whenever he goes to another team. But for, to to suggest that he like would be violating some code of ethics or morals or whatever by choosing an NFC South team, well, that's. Welcome to the welcome to life. Welcome to the business. It's just the way it goes. I, it, I don't. I don't like it as a fan because I don't want to face him. Like I don't want to play against a Sean Payton coached team. But to your, I guess the point you were making too is like if you are going to lose him to a divisional opponent, then you've got to make that price worth a fair compensation for the fact that, okay, well, we have to play against him twice a year. That's going to cost you more money than it would cost an AFC team. Price goes up. It's value. Or, you know, it's... it's, it's You've got got to imagine, and I, I said this before we started recording, that the conversation with the Panthers has to start with pick number nine. Has to start with pick number nine. And that's the minimum... And then we work on that. We maybe even get a second rounder from them as well. Oh, you have to. I mean, again, I think you've got to get. What else can you? What else can you get with them from them besides picks? Like what else? Cash. Picks, that's it. Money. Cash. Picks, okay. picks and cash. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And cash would go how? Like just how would just that? How would we benefit from the cash? By a cashier's it, check. It just it just goes in. <laughs> it just goes into Gail's bank account. Yeah. Okay, so like, or does organization's bank account or Gale's? Well, it'll be the organization's bank account, won't it? So the organization's profit margin, and then it would flow through to Gale's bank account. Didn't didn't Gruden go for picks and eight million dollars in cash or something? Yeah, Gruden went for two first round picks and eight million. Then so there's my starting Gale point. or Gale's slash or the New Orleans Saints is sell are selling an asset. The New Orleans Saints LLC, yes, or, selling or whatever. Asset. However, they're set up, correct? Yeah, and so they get. $8 million to go on top of ticket sales and whatever else. It makes your bottom line make money. look prettier. But nothing to do. It gives you no competitive advantage. Like they couldn't offset the salary cap with this. They couldn't, no. you know, no. dig themselves out of a financial hole. 
as it affects your ability to compete. <laughs> Not that way. Yeah. Not that way. Could they put it towards another coach? <laughs> they could put it towards firing our existing coach. And they paying that contract. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but that probably won't be until next year because we're not firing Allen. We're not doing anything yet. L- literally, yeah. the other team would give the Saints money. That's that's literally it. And it's just literally cold, hard cash in the bank account. Okay. Simple. So, so then, so as a fan, we're only interested in the picks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That money coming to me. No, it's not going to be with, with, with low in ticket prices. No, they that ain't happening. Right. They're still going to raise the prices. So, so, which means we're going to get a third round pick and Gail's going to give a shit ton of money. That's that's what how's going to happen. That's, that's how this is going to shake out. So, get ready to be. Could you imagine? Twitter and the Saints fandom if that's all we got. <laughs> it doesn't oh, matter because there's no I almost reason. hope it happens because there's no, like Saints Twitter has become less and less likable and I like I'm not with the exception of our listeners. Like the people who listen to us <laughs> yeah, we are, love you are wonderful. We love you guys. No, and I, like, I'm, I'm not pandering. I'm serious. Like you can tell a Don't Patrol podcast listener because they're more sane, level-headed almost objective as much as the saints fan can be as much as we can be they have find the humor in things they're moving forward they're whatever then you've got the rest of saints twitter and i just wish there was another platform that we could use where more rational people could have civilized discourse about the nfl and and the new orleans saints because it's just gotten really hard to scroll through the timeline they just need to join our discord server yeah that yeah like the, yeah just come over but again like you can have i just i don't know it just does it is it me or does it just feel like saints fans have become very um irrational and like they, well, it's, it's, they, like, it's they don't, also uh, they don't have the right expect they, they don't have realistic expectations of how the world works and it, it's, i think it's they've also, always been like that oh I i'm mean, sorry that's all of society Look, I mean, look at look at the people that used to call into or still do call into WWL on a regular basis. This I is mean, true. the squirrels, you know, as Buddy right. D used to call them. I mean, <laughs> these these people have been around for fucking ever. It's just now they have a platform they have a- where <laughs> they can tweet. They can tweet. They don't, they don't need Buddy D to answer. Right. They don't have any ramifications for anything they say. They can just tweet whatever the fuck they want, and that's it. Yeah. I'm just I, see, I just it, yeah, I just don't it, like it, seeing it. It also is a a really tumultuous time for the organization. We've been blessed. I mean, even though we've we've had a what I, the organization may not have been run as well as we think it is because Drew Brees, man, Drew Brees really covered up for a lot of bullshit. That's as we get further away, you realize, yeah, Peyton was too, but man, it was fucking Drew. It was Drew having and- a guy. Like, it was having a guy yeah. like Drew who overcame all the aptitude of our franchise. And now we're, it, it's a tumultuous time and I get how people are kind of frustrated. I mean, we all see that. Yeah. Dennis Allen ain't it, but the organization's not doing anything, but I'm also not going to go yell at like I'm, I'm past the point of just <laughs> yelling and being mad about the Saints. Like I'm disappointed, <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm well, I'm disappointed, but I, it, it's kind of something that I had feared that the organization really isn't as well run as we kind of thought it was because of the success we had, but it all goes back to Drew. Now that you're looking at it, it goes back to fucking Drew. So it, it, so, goes, it goes back to how good how good he was, and he covered up for mm-hmm. for for our 
shitty organization and now it's all being exposed. So yeah, and people I, get frustrated. I get it. It's funny. I'm glad you said it like that too, because I think what it is, maybe it, part of it is one we're, you know, 10 years ago when we started this podcast, we were 12. different people 12 years ago. Shit. Yeah. I stopped counting at 10. Yeah. Uh, we were different people. We were more fans. We were irrational. We got angry. You know, we yelled, we were passionate about things. 10 years before that, when we were even younger, it was even different. You see the NFL, you see things a different way. And again, going back to what we we're talking about with the Sean Payton and the loyalty, like he owes us as fans. Like, yeah, when you're younger, you think about things like that. You get a little older, you start to get, and I think that all just age and experience in general. And then you combine that with, uh, right, understanding how the the money makes the girl world go round. And it's the NFL is just a business. And then you add in, I think 2018 was the year that like, it was like Saints fans, 9-11. It was the year we lost our innocence. And a lot of Saints fans stopped looking at things. I, I, at least from my point of view, I look like that was when, and again, going back to Twitter, somebody tweeted this and this is what brings it to mind. They said, I wish there was said something about like, I wish 2018, like something about, I wish I could go back to being a saints fan before 2018 or something like, you know, something like whatever that tweet was, was almost saying like that moment with the no call in the NFC championship, has, like completely changed everything. And I don't, yeah view the nfl the same way i don't view football the same way i don't view saints that same way and i'm less you know the highs are not as high anymore but also the lows are not as low either it's just yep like you said jason like this is just the way the organization is so strap in and and this is what it's going to be like and don't let yourself get so upset about it because we're you you know there's no sign there's no indication to suggest that things are going to be any different than 2022 for the next big shit 10 years yeah the the 2018 no call was kind of the the pull back the curtain moment right it's the the moment you see that oz is just really this guy behind the curtain pulling levers or you know you find out you know there's no santa claus spoiler alert you yeah. know it's it's what it's, it's that moment I did when, that you, <laughs> when you um yeah. sorry kids sorry <laughs> it, it it just it it shook a lot of it shook a lot of people shook a lot of people's faith it it just really sorry. you know it it really was a before and after it's yeah i think and yet, yeah i'm not going to right i'm not going to lose any sleep over the saints anymore i may get a little frustrated a little upset i'll get excited when they win but i'm not going to lose sleep and i'm not like my week's not going to be ruined anymore do you think a lot of what we're seeing on twitter and social media where the saints are concerned now are because the majority of the fans that are doing the tweeting and the talking and shouting at the clouds that they do 2006 to 2018 they don't know what it was like before Drew and before Sean. It's yeah. it's that it's that age and that generation that don't know what it was like in the nineties. Yes and no. I think that's a lot of it. I think you're right. Like these people don't know how to handle. You know, that's why I Adversity. tweeted what I tweeted this weekend. Whereas, like, you get ready to see what life was like as a Saints fan before. You know, for for us older folks for you new generation fans like this is you wonder you wonder how like cleveland fans come back every year but they do and then but i don't wonder because 
as Saints fans, we came back we, every year. We we did it, and I, I think like if you're bad for that long, at some point, it's just the long. It's the, the hope. Like there's still there's still the hope that hey, look, at some point, it's going to turn around. I mean, we, the, us as Saints fans, we were like that for a long, long, long time. It is kind of amazing that as as shitty as the Saints organization was for a long time, that we still had fans that were pretty passionate about it. And we kept coming back. We kept coming back. There was yeah. the, like one day, one day. Yeah. It, it's almost, again. So like you have to almost recalibrate while Sean Payne and Drew Brees were here. <laughs> being a Saints fan meant you could have Super Bowl expectations every year. And that was what being a fan was all about. I was like, we are going to steamroll teams. We are going to win. It wasn't about if we can make this advancement, we can make, you know, get this much better this year. It was more the regular season is a formality. You enter the tournament and you get to that Super Bowl. Like that was it. Now we're back to what life was like before then, where being a Saints fan meant you're a fan of the process of building a football team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we've got to select a coach and that's going to be what being a fan is about is following the process of selecting a offensive coordinator. Hopefully this Hopefully, off season, yes. uh, <laughs> you know, or the draft, you know, the young players that you're getting in and you, you start to become a fan of like minor advancements in and incremental improvement and moral victories on the football field. <laughs> Winning a division isn't in, in the in the the realm of expectations, at least yeah, not I mean, yet. Now, if you can build up to where oh, you know what we actually could win a division next year, then that's your check. But remember, it was always let's just win our first playoff game. That was the threshold. Right. And in two thousand <laughs> two thousand was the biggest successful, most successful year we'd ever had because we won our first playoff game. Then it then after that it became okay. Now you get that I gotta win two playoff games. You got to make yeah. it. You got to not collapse well, at the end of the year like we did several times under Hess. Right. right. It, it, it was it's, frustrating. It's, you know, the good days was what the Chiefs and the Bills and the Bengals are feeling now. Yep. You know, and if you look at all three of those teams, all three of those teams, what they have in common is they all have great quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. And until you get that, you're going to be – I mean, look at how long it's been since you had Jim Kelly to now Josh Allen. Yeah. Like it could be that long before the Saints come back. Miami from Dan Marino to now, you know, maybe two. I don't even know. Yeah, I feel know? like Miami's success as a coach more than anything. It could be well, that I, too. But well, they, but I get your point. Is, your point is, yeah. yes. And I hope it's not that long. I hope we don't have to wait that long. Right. But look at San Francisco falling ass backwards into fucking Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant. Right. I mean, you know, sometimes you you strike you know, and, and you, you, you strike iron and it, or strike gold is the word. And, um, you, you yeah, get that guy no, the same and, struck copper. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you, he's red hair. Get it. Sometimes you get, the same struck, you, the same struck a water pipe and it's currently leaking. <laughs> Sewage your waterboard strikes again. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Scott. No worries. So, I mean, sometimes you get Ryan leaf, you know, it's just look there. And that's the thing you, that, that's, that's kind of the next project, the next step that we're tracking now is that's the next big thing that we need is how the hell are we going to find a quarterback? Because that is a 100% requirement 
in order to get back to relevancy. And who knows how long it's going to take, even if you pick one early. I mean, there's guys that hit. There's guys that, that don't. I mean, look at Zach Wilson. Well, what you don't want to do is get caught up in the cycle of two years of this quarterback, two years of this quarterback. Big contract for right. Derek Carr. He's only good for two years, and then we have to get rid of him. What you want yeah. is that young, drafted quarterback who turns into the who turns right. into the one and and they don't grow on trees. No, it's it's hard. It's it's really hard. But you have to you have to commit to something. You can't play the QB roulette wheel for multiple no. years and just try to bring in band-aid stop gaps. Every you... time you do that, you are resetting the entire organization because you're resetting chemistry, you're resetting cadences, you're resetting communication. I mean, if he fails, then you're resetting coaches as well. It's it's yeah. a, it's a vicious cycle. I mean, that's something that the 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 commanders franchise has been doing for the last 20 years a revolving door of coaches and qbs they thought they had rg3 they tore his knee and but it's been i mean it's it's been just a so uh, that is a murderous row of shit yeah so you you can also get you know you can hit a drew Brees in free agency too i mean but yeah it's it's incredibly hard to do hard super i mean so it's well denver thought they were doing it with russell wilson and then they ruined him that right, I mean, free so agency, is, though. that was a trade. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. A trade. True, true. But so is picking a rookie quarterback. You know, it's, I mean, it's, 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 a, a it's all a crapshoot. I, I feel like the free agency, all right, getting an experienced player that's played in the NFL is to, as I'm running the show, I'd rather that than throw the dice on a draft pick. You know what I mean? I'd like because at least you have the unless it's a top commodity. three bona fide. I, I, why, James? Tell me the last top three quarterbacks. Like, like what is the percentage Burrow, of the top three Joe quarterback? Burrow, Trevor out? Lawrence, even Josh Allen was top ten. Top I mean, ten. If, if if you look at a lot threes? of these, if you look at a lot of these QBs, it's most of the QBs are top ten. They were just that's just the way they. You'll find yeah, it out. But all, but, but I think for for every one that hit, like those guys you mentioned, there's two, maybe even three that. Failed expectations. Yeah, Jared Goff, Sam Donald, Baker Mayfield, Trubisky, yeah, Trubisky, yeah. Like, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. See, that's what I'm saying. Like you, your odds are worse on hit, hitting unless you get like a Joe Burrow was a no brainer. Okay, like that was he was a low risk. You know it's going to work out for whatever reason. I mean, but, even you. I mean, the Chargers got Herbert at six. So. And then Tua went at five. Now Tua looked okay, but the concussions are going to wreck his career. So it, it's definitely a crapshoot. But I feel like you have to. I mean, to me, I, I, I'm I, I'm looking for right. The, the the only way to get a QB without drafting in the top ten and hoping he hits is to find a a quote unquote reclamation project. Like Drew was injured, that was a mm-hmm. crazy circumstance. But you'd have to take a chance on like a like if if the Jets are done with Wilson. Or the 49ers move on from Trey Lance, or God forbid the Bears draft a guy and want to trade um, Justin Fields. Like that's the only other way to get yeah. it. You, good teams are not going to let a good quarterback. No, but right, but they would let all right uh, uh, somebody who somebody maybe who's a change failed. of scenery right, and working right. with the right guy, wow. things start to work out with them. And even then, I tell you this much: I don't want a running quarterback and it worries me that now granted again if we replace Pete Carmichael you're reinventing an offense everything changes like to me like Taysom is a running quarterback and when you if you're gonna have a playbook that has Taysom plays in it I would rather just having a Lamar Jackson to where he can take every snap and you don't know what he's gonna do run it or throw it but I don't like 
a running quarterback, period. Like, if, again, going back to if I'm running the organization, if I'm coaching, I'd rather a pocket passer. That has proven to be the better type of quarterback for the long run than the NFL. A running quarterback will only last four years, maybe five. If you're lucky, the guy's going to get hurt. They so, always get hurt. Cam Newton's the perfect example of that. You can yeah, take a Pat Mahomes a running quarterback? No. No. No, no, I don't. Okay. He he, can scramble. Even a guy like, like Josh, even Josh Allen, same thing. But they're yeah. they're pocket passers, but they can run. But yeah. they don't. Right. Running running's not a major major part of their game that's right. designed in the offense. Right. Somebody is somebody like the Ravens or another team he's doesn't know yet. No, he's not comfortable yeah. in the pocket. Is going to massively massively overpay for Lamar Jackson, and he's only yes. going to play for another two or three years. Yeah, like I do. I would avoid that. Like I hope the Saints don't get caught up in that circus. Is this part of the reason why Russell Wilson's struggling now? Because he was a running quarterback earlier on in his career. Well, but he, he wasn't early on. But they. But it, but, it, but it, I feel like he wasn't. It wasn't as designed. It wasn't more, more as like design runs like Lamar. He was a pocket passer, but again, he could, could extend the play. Whereas now that he's older, he can't extend so the more plays like, like he used to. Then. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And and maybe extending the play was a bigger part of Russell Wilson's success than people realize to where right when he can't run to extend the play what's he got left well just just wait till sean payton gets a hold of him <laughs> hopefully well so that's another thing so you got denver now uh, san diego's out which even though that's the ideal football situation for him with with the quarterback and a, and a playoff ready roster this san diego's ownership was always going to be too cheap to go after payton i mean they they're just yeah they just because Peyton still Peyton's not going to take that big of a discount, and, well, and they again they might like clearly they like what they have with their coach, uh, and but it it seems like it's going to come down everybody to, else right possibly Carolina or Denver and then Houston's coming in Houston's actually got a lot to offer, <coughs> John. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know I know their their organization and their ownership has been pretty shitty with a lot of weird shit going on. But if, if they just decide that's like, hey, look, we've we've had enough. We're tired of being a laughing stock because they've been pretty bad for a while. They've had a lot of scandals in their organization. Mm-hmm. If they just decide, you know what, screw it, we'll give you whatever you want. They have the money to pay them. They have a ton of money to spend. They have two first round picks this year. Now we won't get the second overall pick. We'll get we'll twelve get, though. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get twelve, and that way Sean can draft his quarterback. To me, we'll take we'll take twelve and thirty four, please. Yeah, to me that seems like an ideal spot for for Sean. I think it I mean do you think Sean would want to go to Houston because of the shit show that their front office is? Well, he, he would he would have to demand some accountability control, or control or, or, or change. Oh, he would definitely wherever he goes, he's going to want control. But the organization has to be willing to say, "You know what? We've screwed up for long enough. Here, yeah. take it." And if 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 they offered him, you know, 15, 20 million dollars a year as a coach, all the control. He's got all that that money to spend on free agents and he's got all the draft picks. To me, it's a no-brainer. I, I would be supportive of him going to Houston. I would even be somewhat like for whatever word choice you want to use, a bit of a fan. Like I would actually be that would be your AFC team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would be. They're well, they're close regionally. It is Sean Payton, who I do respect as a. You're going to move from cowboy country to Texan country? <laughs> I'm equidistant, man. I'm actually closer to Houston than I am. Uh, 
Dallas okay. as much as you'd like to <laughs> think that I'm not. Um, so I mean, and and yeah, it's an AFC team. We'd only have to face him once every four years. Works for me. I really right. see the Saints getting like that. It's not like we'd see him in the playoffs. That mid-round, I mean, first-round pick, like upper to mid-round first pick, and I don't think they're going to use it on quarterback. I think they're going to go free agency on quarterback. The Saints? Really well, yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at this year, I mean, what, what quarterbacks are there? So you have the two that are going to go in the top, and then you've got Lewis from Kentucky. I mean, he's going to end up going in the top ten. The Saints would have to trade up. Now, the Saints are known for trading up, so Can I be they're really desperate enough. If but you it, don't fix your if you don't fix your offensive coordinator and QB coaching position issue, it doesn't matter who you bring into this organization. You're going to ruin some young kid's career. You're going to bring in a guy that could step up and be better, but he won't be because you have piss poor coaching. There isn't going to be one available at twelve. If no. that's where if that's where we end up picking really nine, right. maybe. So the Chargers fired Joe Brady. Joe Lombardi. Joe Lombardi. Sorry, I'm thinking. So would you, Joe Lombardi, would you bring Joe Lombardi back to New Orleans? No, No, he sucks. Okay. All right. Nope, 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 nope. nope, nope, I would not bring him back. He sucks. He couldn't have a top 10 offense with all those weapons over in, in, with the Chargers. I want somebody that's not been involved with the Saints before. That too. Yeah. What, what could be an issue, too, is that our, both of our co-defensive coordinators are getting interviewed with other people as well. Well, that means we just let one go and we keep the other one. I'd like, like to keep Richard. No, I'd rather keep Nielsen. What about the uh, defensive line makes you want to keep him? Because we had so many sacks this year with that piss-poor defensive line. Did have a lot of sacks. We had one interception from our cornerbacks. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Fair. if you put a put a better defensive line together, I stand corrected. I mean, we get so one, I, won't get rid of Davenport and get somebody in there that could actually, like, you know, rush do something. Answer. Yeah, I mean, get then, some kind of stats in the game. I, I would, <laughs> other than I, ejections. I, I mean, I, the Saints haven't done anything yet. I still expect Carmichael to not be here next year. I mean, they they can't. Like. Right. Like, I don't know Saints. what they're waiting for. Like now is the time. Like Chargers just fired their offensive coordinator. Well, they're like, waiting for. Let's for wait. What? Well, I, I agree. Like I, as a Saints fan, I'm ready for shit to happen because we've been waiting for it since week three. But even if I wasn't a Saints fan, as an organization, it doesn't make logical sense they, that they haven't fired this guy yet. Yeah, but other teams are still waiting to fire their guys. Like nobody's hiring Ooh. anybody yet. So. San Diego just fired their not, guy? And you don't want him. So, like, there's nobody out there yet that you you're losing, that. that you're at risk of somebody else snatching up. Well, I, I they, also wanna, they really want somebody that's still involved in the playoffs. Maybe. Yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. You don't well, want anybody. You don't want why, any of the offensive coaches why, in the playoffs right now? I, okay. What I'm saying well, is, why can't you fire your guy? What what is that going to do? If even if they're in the playoffs, why do you have to wait till they're out of the playoffs? What's the difference of firing him guy? on Tuesday and firing him on Thursday? Nothing changes. So fire him now. Why? why what's the rush to fire him? So you I can suspect. start putting, to show us they mean business. I suspect, I mean, given right, his history the fans with the team, I suspect, given his history with the team, that it's not going to be a firing. It's going to no, be I agree. being He's under his own way and uncoupling. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> mutual. Mutual decision, mutual agreement, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's what that's what's going to happen. They're not going to fire him. 
but I definitely also don't want like I don't want to retread offensive coordinator. I no. want somebody who hasn't been a coordinator before, whether that's a younger assistant on one of the existing playoff teams or somebody somewhere that they find. I don't know where they're going to find them from, but I just know I don't want to bring in somebody who's already been a coordinator before and been fired as an offensive coordinator. Would I you promote somebody on staff like a Ronald Curry? I mean, no. That's why receivers coach. I know, but in fairness, I don't know much about what he could bring in terms of play calling and whatnot. I don't know. I just know I don't want to retread. I mean, he's not a retread. He's not. And he played quarterback and wide receiver in college. Also could see, oh, yeah, we're going to file Carmichael <laughs> and just promote from within. That's what we're gonna do. I mean, they could do it. That. <laughs> Dude, that, was, that, that would actually be the most saintly thing to do. We are nothing is wrong with our organization. What's Drew keep Brees doing? doing? Keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> would you bring Drew Brees in? Would, Drew if Drew Brees was interested in coaching, would you give yeah. Drew Brees a chance to be an offensive coordinator right out of the gate, or would you bring him in as like a QB no. coach? No, he'd have to be a QB. He'd be a QB coach. Yeah. yeah. He'd yeah. He's he's too busy buying diamonds right now. Yeah. Like Zach Streif. Zach Streif came in as an offensive line coach, didn't he? And he's you know actually he just came in as an offensive like not even line coach, but just like a guy to help out. Then he became the line coach. So, but I don't, I mean, Drew Brees, I think deserves straight in to the. Yeah. Like he's earned it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at how well he did in his bowl game. And look at his bowl game performance against LSU. Yeah. I I doubt he had any impact at all. So, I mean, so we'll see how long this whole Peyton thing lasts. I mean, I got to think it's got to be settled. Oh, I mean, so, he's interviewing somewhat, so. somewhat soon. He's been, he's been doing the interview rounds. I don't see the Cowboys getting involved now after last night. No, I think I think no, McCarthy's yeah. safe, and I don't see any other teams out there that none of the current playoff teams. No, and no. the Chargers. Okay. Are, the Chargers were the only <laughs> playoff team. I think that you were waiting to see, but and if they're not firing their head coach, they're out. So it like we we it's done. Like I don't think there's any new team that's going to enter the. Which is why I said this to Jason earlier. I think it was just me and him on the line. Before, I was 95% sure that he was going to coach next year and only 5% sure that he was going to stay at Fox. With San Diego out of the mix, now I'm like... Los Angeles? Whatever. The Chargers. Is that better? (laughs) With the Chargers out of the mix, now I'm more like 90% sure he's going to coach and 10% that he's going to stay. It's a hundred percent he's coaching, and it's going to yeah. be Houston, Carolina, or Denver, and it'll be I, I whoever maybe, pays him the most money. I, w- I was I understand the Charger thing, Scott, uh, but I think just the more you think about it, again, it ain't about that specific team that he wants. It's about money. It's about notoriety. The now, you could argue, well, Jeff, the Chargers are in Los Angeles. How much more notoriety do you want? So Carolina and, and Houston, I think, offer him the best financial situation. Denver. Houston, and probably both of them offer him the best control. Denver, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, between those three things, uh then it comes down. Then you're look. I think you look at those three teams, and then you get to where Sean Payton is. Then decide looking at the whole situation and saying which is the best situation for me to win long term because I got my money. Denver, I don't think gives him as much notoriety. Houston's a big, big, big market, big city market team. Carolina's not, so I think he gets more notoriety in Houston than he does in Carolina. Carolina's the money team. 
He's gonna have unreal, think, he's gonna have a blank checkbook. Well, Denver's also the money team. I mean, Denver's owners yeah, are pretty well. I think we're undervaluing the the the. But Denver's not as big a market. Denver's uh, not well. a. <laughs> well, he likes Vicodin, not weed. Oh, yeah. Okay. Denver, but they did also just legalize shrooms. So there you go. Wow, crazy. Only a matter of time. He's going to be going well, it's great, it's, great it's, offensive but plays. But it's uh, medicinal. Shrooms. Medicinal only, not uh, recreational. But I'm sure he can get a card. It was Saints. <laughs> yeah. The Saints fans, right? The order of press. I would love Sean Payton to get hooked on drugs as a coach. Like it would ruin the team. Yeah, he would. Ow, you was, know what? Yeah. Uh, was was yeah, he not hooked on drugs at one point? <laughs> yeah, 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 but there it's good. There it's years. legal. We though, actually yeah. had that. Those were our lesser performing years, wasn't he, it? He, oh, wait, no. need, he, he doesn't need Joe Vit to go steal it for him. <laughs> was Vicodin Sean Payton the successful Sean Payton? I think Jovet, it was. Yeah, I think it was. Mm. <clears throat> that was that was 2011, 2012, 2013, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, those they were pretty were good those years. The 11 yeah. was 12 and 13 were not right. 13 was 13 was. Yeah, 12 Where we didn't have Sean. This yeah. uh, remember yeah, got to, yeah 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 this mother, i mean come on now here's the thing like this motherfucker you really think about it he coaches our team we didn't have him for a whole year anyway and then the last four years he didn't even want to be here i mean you think about it and then somebody also made up the point somewhere that was like like everybody's obsessing over this guy who really underperformed as a head coach because he only won one super bowl and that was 12 years ago how many years ago 14 years ago or whatever you think about it we really just hope really like all these other teams are willing to pay for this guy who yeah he gives you a better chance than most coaches out there but it's it either is that he is an underperforming didn't rise up to expectations when he had the roster that he had imagine what he's going to do with a lesser roster versus is yeah, he really, went nine and eight. Uh, right. Or, and, and really, he, he made the playoffs less than half of the years that he was a coach. We missed the play. Like, when I looked, like, when they counted the number of years we made the playoffs, I, it was almost like like 45% we made the playoffs. Or, or I'm thinking, uh, not necessarily made the playoffs, winning the division, maybe that's the number I'm looking for. Anyway, I guess what I'm getting at is if the NFL doesn't want you to win, you ain't going to win. So yeah, we're going to find I, out. I just hope whatever shit cloud that's been hanging over us for all these years because of him follows him to wherever the fuck he goes. And I'm afraid around. you're in for a rude awakening, Scott. <clears throat> I, know. I think yep. it has more to do with our fact that the Saints are a small market team and the NFL doesn't need us to win. Bet, watch they pull the Super Bowl and they use crime as a reason why. I don't think you could because every other Super Bowl city has crime. Yeah, ours has gotten pretty bad lately. Yeah. <laughs> Murder capital. Our crime yeah. is worse than everybody else's crime. <laughs> uh-huh. So you can't go to Detroit. We're number you one. Can't go to Chicago. And but we the Baltimore. Saints. Not the sinners. <laughs> we should change our name to the sinners. Yeah. The right. Blues. Uh, let's. That's that's enough of that. Uh, let's talk about uh, the playoff weekend, real Playoffs. quick. Yeah. <laughs> um before we do pickums 
and then we'll do some pick em. So this weekend was the super wild card weekend. Um, every game, every game, the and I will say the NFL sure puts on a better show than WWE. I mean, every game started out with the 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 favorite. You know, the team that was expected to win to come out and look like this is going to be a blowout. They're going to kick the air right the floor. And then the underdog rises up and makes a comeback. And now we're tied at halftime, essentially. Except for last night. And then you got a battle back and forth. <clears throat> right. Except for last night, which well, is was even more say, entertaining for the fact that Tom Brady, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL has finally turned on top. <laughs> so, I mean, but like every game was a great narrative a great story yeah even the even the san francisco game which ended up you know they they won by 18 but the game was the game was tied no closer than that yeah right so it was close for a while yeah at least that one uh nobody i never saw jacksonville win in that game oh come on we we, we've we've seen the actually i did because i I did because i took them on the money line i took them i I took them I mean, I, I, I bet. The, I bet on that was the line. one I would not bet the money. I wouldn't bet on the outcome of the game. I bet on the end of you know, <laughs> some prop bets, but I would not bet. Oh, that I bet the money line on, the, and that's the only one I hit on the money line too. Mm-hmm. My other ones fuck suck. But that's it was just wild to see line. that first half unfold, and it's just interception, 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 interception. Then the punt hits the guy on the helmet. And you're like, okay, what the? Like, <laughs> all right, that's just how it's going to be. And then no, the Chargers would not be outdone. I think to see the Chargers play the Falcons and see who would blow the lead. Just <laughs> how many interceptions did Trevor Lawrence throw? Four. Four. Four interceptions and they won the three and a half. The same and a half. Yeah. Yeah, it was all in the first half. Saints can't ever get a break like that. Just an incredible, incredible collapse by the Chargers. And another thing the Chargers coach did that a lot of people thought he was going to get fired when he played his starters last week and Mike Williams hurt his back. So they were out. They were without their number two wide receiver, which they they could have used him this week. But again, it's just poor coaching. And I think they only ran the ball like eight times in the second half, maybe with a 27 to nothing lead. Like that's when you just grind the clock out. That's what makes gives more of your conspiracy theorists fodder for, well, they had to follow the agenda. <laughs> Gotta get Peyton tanking, tanking for Peyton, right? <laughs> like the coach is tanking to get himself fired to let Sean Peyton go. <laughs> the highlight of the weekend for me was the purple team choking in oh, the playoffs again. Yes. Thank that you. was yes. definitely the highlight of my weekend. School. Where's your school chance? School, school, school. <laughs> oh my god, that was awesome watching. See, because because obviously this weekend was the anniversary of the Minnesota Miracle, right. so everywhere, oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so that would have been everywhere. everywhere on Twitter. So to see them choke again in the playoffs was a glorious sight to see. I love seeing the tears coming down their fans. Just the facial expressions on their fans. Oh, it's wonderful. And you, you just you kind of knew this was inevitable with them too. I mean, they 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 were frauds the whole season. They were frauds the whole season. I questioned if the Giants were frauds for a little while this season at the second half, but now the Giants showed up. Well, that's another thing too, man. Daniel Jones earned himself a lot of money. I mean, three hundred yards, a couple of touchdowns, another like sixty something yards rushing. So now the Giants are going to have to give him a big contract. Yeah, there's they no don't. way they let him walk out the door. I've now. been telling y'all all along. Nobody wants to believe me about this guy. If they don't, would you take him? Yeah, 100%. Yes. Now, I mean, he does, you know, the, 
uh, Dable's done just just a great job coaching that team. I mean, he should get he'll probably get coach of the year. I, I, I would imagine because the Giants were bad last year. I mean, making making Daniel Jones serviceable, and the, they're doing all this without any weapons at wide receiver either. I mean, that they that's do have another... a freak at running back though. They yeah. do. Yeah, they do. They got two good running backs. Who's the other guy? Uh... No, they have no Saquon and yeah. The Giants, yeah, they almost like they got like a thunder and lightning thing going on. Remember, uh, when Ron had, Dane uh, is a Ron Dane and <laughs> Tiki what? Barber, Ron yeah, Dane yeah. and Tiki Barber, thunder yeah. and lightning. Yeah. Would you say 20 years old? That's that was 20 years ago. <laughs> so uh, that game was good, and even like the Bills Dolphins game, I did not expect the Dolphins to make that a game with uh, Breda, Matt Breda. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, sure, yeah, the big. Yeah, the Brita, yeah, that's the ticket. Yeah, he, uh, he ran well. The the Bills Dolphins was the first half. The ending of the first half was just crazy. I'm trying and to that first it. half nearly went for two hours. Oh yeah, that was a long game. Yeah, we were doing our golf trap. That was a long game. Interceptions, Jeff. Lots and lots of Josh Allen interceptions. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They just yeah. Yeah, See, I was getting I, nervous that Buffalo was not going to be able to pull this one off. And I was it got me thinking like as we look forward to this, like Buffalo is not the I don't know, maybe they fix their problems, but to me, out of all the teams that remain, it's like Cincinnati, Kansas City, then Buffalo, then Jacksonville. Is this maybe just their, you know, like their holy shit, shit holy shit moment, and then they they kind of right the ship. They're probably going to get Hamlin, I would imagine, try to get him at the game next yeah. week to fire up the crowd. Yeah, it's like almost like yeah. You, I thought they'd ride the Hamlin thing all the way to the Super Bowl, but that that seems to have run its course at this. Or point. maybe they just they just weren't as into the because it's like ah, it's just the Dolphins will be fine. I mean, there probably was a little bit of that. They just assumed they could show up and win. Uh. Since I don't think you do that. You shouldn't. You shouldn't do that in the playoffs. You shouldn't. I'm not but, saying. I mean, you shouldn't, but you never but know. I, but again, like, yeah, I guess, like, if you correct, like, the reason the Dolphins stayed in that game was because of all those mistakes. You don't make those mistakes, then you're back. Then you don't. You destroy the Dolphins in that game. So, right. And so now they'll get the Bengals next week. And man, that was a tough game. Can't against make the mistakes Ravens. against the Bengals. Well, the Bengals. So they had the crazy quarterback sneak. Fumble return, 98 yards. I mean, that was just insane. There was a lot of de- – you think about the whole – every game this this weekend had a lot of defensive uh, fireworks. A lot of interceptions, a lot of fumble recoveries, defensive touchdowns. Missed kicks. Yeah, and yet it was still an offensive weekend. But I, the thing with the Bengals – Or was it an they, offensive weekend? Oh, <laughs> They lost a couple offensive linemen this week. One of them has like a dislocated kneecap. I think they're left tackle, so he's out. So you can just pop that back in. Oh yeah, sure. dirt on it. Oh yeah, put some robot dust on it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be an issue with the Bengals there. Uh, if 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 they wouldn't have had those injuries, I'd say maybe it, the Bengals. You know, I'd give them a better chance. But I don't know, man. That's good. But either way, I mean, that's going to be a great fucking game this week. Yeah. And then Dallas, Tampa. So, yeah, like last night, I barely even watched that game last night. I checked on the score. It was a blowout. I was kind of like, you know what? I'm going to go watch Friends or something. That's like, I, that's what I did. I, well, I hate both these teams. I didn't <laughs> want to pull for either of these teams. Like, I'm not going to watch this shit. Yeah. But, yeah, Dallas Dallas cruised. So. Well, on, on the result of that last night, every team in the NFC South lost 10 games this year. <laughs> nice. 
what a division. What an all-timer. <laughs> That's you horrific, know. isn't it? Well, Very and now, I mean, so you, you've got that, and now you've got three NFC East teams in the divisional round. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, yeah. like Tampa, like that. Yeah. The, the, when I was watching the game, the parts that I watched and just kind of seeing it all, it was like all I could think of Tampa's getting exposed. Yeah. And, and not even the mediocre version of Tom Brady that's left can pull them out of their crap that they are, you know, they're, they're just as bad a football team as the rest of the NFC South. When the you only- can tell Brady doesn't want to get hit at all. So it, he, you just can't play quarterback like that. You can't. Did you Wait. see his attempt at a, a soccer-style slide tackle <laughs> during that. the game? I saw that. He should get fined for that, right? You can't, can't just slide and kick guys. This is, soccer. This is Tom Brady we're talking about. Oh, it will uh, be legal. when he wants, when he wants. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's uh, check into how we picked them in the uh, Dome Patrol version of Playoff Pickums. <laughs> Looks like Jason, you had the best week with three and three, and then me and James, yeah, me and James were two and four. Scott and Wesley were one and five. Yikes! Everybody's problem was we all picked Buffalo to cover a thirteen and a half. Oh shit! (laughs) And when I say everyone, I mean every single person in the Dome Patrol pickums, like including all the listeners who tweeted in their picks. Uh. Overall standings, we got J.A. Orilla is in first place. I'm in second place, followed by, oh, actually, me and Drummer are tied for second. Then Big Easy Guys on James and Jason, you are tied for whatever place that is. DeMail Man and Mark Brennan are tied at 500. And then everybody else is a loser so far. Mr. Coach Klein, Wesley, Jambalaya Brothers, Sans Hobbs, then Scott, Tom Ensign, Neil, Paul Perrette, Ben, and Allie Gibbs. And then the other remaining players have missed too many weeks to be in competition still enough games remaining to make some some last minute movement i'm just yeah there's only like there's only a couple of games that separate these leaders so we have seven games left total yeah this weekend and next weekend well actually yeah yeah yep gonna be big gonna be big all right so we will start off with our first game we're gonna head to the AFC on a Saturday we got the Jacksonville Jaguars coming up that great comeback everybody's happy in Jacksonville Trevor Lawrence is eating at Waffle Houses after the game. She, I can't believe she went to Waffle House after the game. <laughs> well, you know. uh, they so, put lobster in there, bitch. You see what I did there? <clears throat> I see what you Trevor did Trevor Lawrence looks like a woman. Uh, he looks like Steffi Graf. Plays like a man. Um, they travel to, side by side of him and Steffi Graf. They travel to Kansas City. I'm trying to think of which woman he looked like. Uh, to play the Chiefs team. Uh, coming off there by... Um, Edward Zilaire. He's a handsome woman. Might be coming off the IR, but like Kansas City's the one seed. They're they're obviously the head, heavy favorite here. Weather is predicted to be 40 degrees, maybe a little rain, um, and they are favored by eight and a half. 
Okay. That's that's not enough. Kansas City, please. Yeah, okay. I think I think Jacksonville had their had their first growing moment winning a playoff game. I think the season's a success for them as of right now, and the Chiefs are the Chiefs are here to win. Chiefs mean business, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. I agree. Although if Jacksonville does win, does he? Who was the uh, the shampoo company that Palomalu did commercials for? Head and Shoulders, wasn't it? I think yeah. it was Head and Shoulders. Yeah, yeah, you think Trevor Lawrence is the next guy to get a contract with them, an endorsement deal? Anyway, sure. I'm taking Kansas City. That was a very I'm circuitous off. route of getting to your <laughs> pick. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go Jags. Wow, excellent! I think I think they cover. Okay, I think Kansas City that's, wins, but I think they cover. I I, I don't think that's enough points. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think so. If I took Buffalo, give it up 13 and a half. I'm taking Kansas City, give it up eight and a half. (laughs) Our next game, uh, 615 Saturday evening, the New York football Giants coming off that win in Minnesota travel to Philly to play our other number one seed, the Eagles. They will be getting uh, Jalen Hurts did play the last week of the regular season, but he's back. They appear to be as healthy as they can be, I guess, at this point. Um, and they're they are favored by seven and a half. Oh, so it's uh. Yeah. All right, I'll go first on this one. I'm taking the points this time. After what I, I saw, I'm taking the points as well. Give me the G men. Yep, yep. <clears throat> Giants for me as well, please. Wow. Uh, let me see here. How much do you believe rest gives you, Jason? Uh, a. A whole lot. Give me the Eagles. All right. One outlier in each game. Is that our rule? Like we have to, we have to be like one versus three in each one. So who's going to be the odd man? It's down to me and James. The rule of four. <laughs> well, you may get it. You may get it here. Uh, one o'clock on Sunday on CBS. Biggest matchup of the weekend. Bengals at Bills. Rematch from a couple of nights. I mean, a couple of weeks ago that did not finish. Projected to be 33 degrees, no precipitation in the forecast. Nice. Bills that favored is... by five. Nice. Oof. All right. I know, Scott, you're taking Cincinnati. I'm rolling with Joey B. I think Cincinnati win the game. Okay, so that means you're taking them. I am. All right. <clears throat> Jason? I'm going to go Buffalo. I think they had their scare. And I think those offensive line injuries for the Bengals just, just worry me too much. I think Burrow gets sacked like seven, eight times. You're supposed to that's take Cincinnati. That's what he, that's what he, so thri- that's what he thrives on. <clears throat> I am uh, against. There's a lot inside me that's saying take Cincinnati, but I'm going to go Buffalo. I agree with you. I think they had their scare. I think they get shit straightened out. They're at home. Hammond's going to be back to motivate the crowd and motivate the players. I think Buffalo's going to win this game. And I, I, I also placed a bet on Buff- before the season started that Buffalo goes to the Super Bowl, so I need that bet to cash in. I think there might be a little bit too, a little bit too much emotion okay. in this game for Buffalo. Yeah. We shall Fair. see. The one from the Bills Mafia is going to go through a table. Oh, so many tables. Uh, all right, our final game of the weekend, 4.30 on Sunday, a uh, a classic. This is a 90s 
classic with Madden and Summerall. You got the Cowboys and the 49ers. Ooh. Old school. Where is this one? Rivals. It's in. It's, not a, it's in Santa Clara, actually. Sorry, Santa Clara. Yeah. yeah. There should be a rule. They should not be allowed to be called the San Francisco 49ers. They should be called where they play. <laughs> That's right. Um, the Levi 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. So, uh, and San Francisco is, is favored by three and a half. Ooh, that's that's a small spread. I'm I'm liking that spread. I'm taking San Francisco. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking, taking San Francisco. I'm taking Frisco as well. James, I liked what I saw from the Cowboys last night. But not enough to pick ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you almost had me on that one. I did 49ers, please. Well, that's Woo! it. Well, you also have to realize like the, the Tampa Bay sucks. The, yeah, they so. do. They do. They do. That's and true. I, I think I, I I genuinely think that San Francisco may come out of the NFC this year. Oh. They've found something 100%. with Brock Purdy, yeah. and I think it's there in the Super Bowl. Yeah, unfortunately, they're the they're the best team in the NFC. It's it's I I'm I'm I've been saying it for weeks. San Francisco, Buffalo, Super Bowl. I'm less convinced about the AFC one, but there's I think San Francisco is your clear dominant team in the NFC. And that that started before even Brock Purdy started. Once they got C Mac, once they got C Mac, yeah, right, because the defense was there. And yeah. then now they got an offense to complement it. You give the best, one of the best offensive minds who's got a great running game, that running back. Yeah. Game over. Yep. Yep. And all of a sudden he's not made a paper. Funny. Well, no, how about that? Yeah. So it's interesting. Which only means same... Michael Thomas is going to be a beast wherever. Okay. He so I'll, I'll, I'll go through. I, I did have a comment on, on San Francisco, but uh, I'll recap our games. Jacksonville at, Kansas City, Kansas City favored by eight and a half. The Giants at the Eagles, Eagles favored by seven and a half. Bengals at Bills, Bills favored by five. And the Cowboys at the 49ers, 49ers favored by three and a half. So get your, your pickums in. But get back to San Francisco. So now they've got Purdy. They also spent a lot to draft Trey Lance. What do they do with Trey Lance next year? Do they, to New Orleans. Like, it, I mean, it, honestly, like if, if, <laughs> I mean, if, I'm trying, if, if Purdy, if, if Purdy takes him to the Super Bowl, they have to trade Lance, right? I, why wouldn't you, right? And Garoppolo, they they they've well, got. I, I think Garoppolo is going to be a free agent, though. Free right? agent, yeah, I think so. He, he's you, clearly... You've got to think they're going to try and get what they can for Trey Lance. But what what are they like? What are they going to get? A third, a fourth? Definitely not a definitely not a first. Well, I mean, the Saints could give uh, one of their Houston picks. No, that's too much. <laughs> Kidding. But I mean, you're, if yeah, if you're the Saints, do you trade a? I'd uh, go for Trey Lance and give him a shot. You trade a second round pick for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he no. might. That's the thing. Like, he might. I mean, he. Problem is, he's he third really at the most. He he. Oh, well, I mean, if I guess, how desperate are you? It, it really doesn't matter because how desperate fuck are him you? Out. Well, yeah, but how desperate are you to take a shot on a young guy because he can't he can't throw. He can't throw at all. So you have to bring in the coordinator that can. That can get him going. Do you trust oh, Peter or Michael? Do that? <laughs> Peter Michael. You, you get your uh, Saints Michael. style uh, screen pass offense that we never call screen passes anymore. But again, that's one of the ways that you can get a young quarterback now. 
again, do you even have any faith in Trey Lance? I want a guy who has a foot, a high football IQ. I will, I am willing to sacrifice arm strength. I'm willing to sacrifice physical talent for. So you just want another Drew Brees? Yes. Oh, it worked. It worked. I mean, we got one Super Bowl out of it in 16 years. <laughs> should have had fucking three, man. Yeah, we should have had three. So, all right. Final thoughts. Who's up? Uh, I'll go first. A lot of interesting TV on right now, including The Last of Us, which premiered uh, Sunday night. I thought it was a very good start. I didn't play the video game. So I don't video know. The video game was amazing. I so, didn't play it either. So I don't know anything about it other than it's it's a virus outbreak that's all i'll probably watch it i'll probably watch it tonight and i'll let you know how it compares to the video game. couple of questions i've heard it it's very authentic to the video game i but i also heard that they are (laughs) not going to stay loyal to the video game storyline that that's right out the gate they're not going to stay like but i i did wonder scott it's i'm very curious to hear like how much of this episode like are there certain scenes that were set up identical to scenes that you might have seen in the cuts in the video game they were Okay, yeah, good. And I'm then sure the story, the, the way the story starts, like is in the video game, does it do they have an explanation for what it is like that causes people to be zombies? Is it the same explanation that they gave? Not at first. Like at well, I mean, the way the video game starts, and I don't know how the show starts, but you know, the guy is the show starts with a like a TV interview and the 1960s. Basically explaining what two scientists talking about yeah. like viral outbreak pandemic, and then the other guy mm. talks about oh, it's a fungus. Yeah, I do recall something about that. So that does sound accurate. Um, okay. and then Which, there's a to me, guy best trying set to... up for a zombie story. So believable. So believable. Sorry, go ahead. What um yeah, <clears throat> um he's trying to escape, he's with his brother and he's trying to escape with his daughter. Yeah, and they get into an accident. The daughter dies. Yep. Spo- spoiler alert. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> no. I'm going, but this is this is straight well, video he's, game. He's we spo- all saw it already. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, but well, Scott hasn't. But any listener, <laughs> Scott has it. Scott, you just spoiled yourself. How'd you do? That? I haven't seen it yet. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's same as the show. No, so it's not, Scott. It's not. Definitely not. Okay. No, well, the, daughter, the daughter does not get shot. They were. They did roll roll reversal. Okay, I'll let you know. Yeah, probably yeah, you, you thought you Same thought uh, Pascal was the lead. No, yeah, he got right. killed in the first five minutes. But uh, <laughs> but supposedly had zombie. Um, HBO threw a massive budget at this thing, and it, it started off with with really I think really good ratings. So I think it's just going to climb as the series yeah. goes along. And, I did not know that Anna Torv was in this, and Anna actually either. was the one who picked up. She's like, "Isn't that the girl from Fringe?" And I'm Wait, like, "Anna Torv's in it." Oh, yes. Yeah, she's nice. she plays Tess. Yeah, she plays uh, Tess. Tessa the Debevilles all over again. <laughs> Which coincidentally, she, I, I started a fringe rewatch recently. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Either fringe. aged or they made her up to be looking well, older. It, it is the fringe apocalypse. to now, she looks completely different. I didn't recognize her until I knew it was her. Well, it's also 15. It's, think about it. It's 15 years from when yeah. fringe started and it's the yeah. apocalypse. The last time I saw Anna Tour, the Saints were winning Super Bowls. <laughs> and winning. <laughs> Right. <laughs> the Saints yeah. were winning. The Saints were winning. All right. James, final thought. Um, yeah, now you've got me. Um, Scott, final thought. Yeah. Didn't have one. 
Um, don't really have one other than about a month away from LSU baseball started. They uh, before they start, they were ranked number one in D1, I think D1 magazine or whatever it's called. But it's gonna be excellent. Got all pitching, hitting. They're gonna be going to Omaha this year. Hopefully. All the things you need for successful baseball team. Yes, pitching and hitting. Fielding is important as well. Yes. Offense, defense, special teams. <laughs> James, final thoughts. I still haven't got one. All right. Well, you know what? After it's not a requirement. No, right. no, no. We don't got one today. All right. Well, then that's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends about the Dome Patrol podcast. You can follow us on Facebook. Just look for us. We're called Dome Patrol Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dome Patrol PCAST and at Dome Patrol UK. We have two Twitter handles, one for our international audience. And then if you want to participate with us on game day chat during the playoffs, you can DM us on Twitter to get an invitation to the Dome Patrol Discord server. And there is always, if you can't listen to us on any of your podcast apps, you can go to Dome Patrol Podcast. Dad comp. Say bye-bye, donkeys. Bye-bye, super wildcard donkeys. Good night. Good night, nation. She said someday we'll get back together, maybe. She said someday things will be much better, baby But I don't believe her I don't fucking need her song and we're already kicking this crowd's ass. Oh my god! Are we not kicking the shit out of these people? I feel their so asses. bad for you people! Kicking the shit out of their asses! <laughs>